2: the halls of assembly you'll hear us screaming shout I love of indiana is manic and devout everything i do we discuss in unique manner we won't be satisfied until we hang another banner us the goofy guys go by names of ward and eric and as you probably know by now we're well, hoosier hysterics hoosier hysterics hoosier hysterics hello ward howdy eric
1: Today's a fun day. This is a fun, fun interview that we got lined up for the Hoosier Nation out there.
2: Spoiler, we already did the interview, so we can guarantee you it's super fun. There's no surprises here. It's great. No surprises. And we are great in it. I mean, we are just so good. Apparently, you are a little better than me, and I resent it. You are conflating two interviews now. Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's happening.
2: Well, then I'm probably, yeah, yeah, I'm better in this one. You okay. know what? But, right. but to be fair, uh, I guess if I'd thought about it, I would have realized which one we were pairing up with this intro, but I didn't think about it. So I just went with the one we just got done doing.
1: <laughs> that much is clear. That much is clear. You did not think about it. All right, listen, as always, we are
2: Powered
3: by
0: CommunityCards.com.
2: Sponsor of the Who's your hysterics?
1: Fade out. Let's keep this short and sweet. If you want to buy a car, what are you, some kind of idiot if you don't go to
2: communitycars.com? Are you talking to me directly?
1: No, I'm maybe. Well, if you're going to buy a car and you don't buy it from communitycars.com, you're an idiot
2: yeah well look i'm an idiot and i no. still i would still like i would still buy a car from community cars that's, that's how slogan. that's how dumb you have to be to not buy a car from community cars communitycars.com even for idiots <laughs> it's so easy even ward could do it yeah i mean you
1: can call them walk in do it on the internet Get a car. They'll ship it to you. They'll deliver it to you. You don't have to worry about feeling like you got to take a shower after you talk to the salespeople there. They want to help you. They're a huge part of the community of Bloomington. And just buy a car from them, for the love of God. Many people that have listened to the show have already bought cars from them and had great experiences, like really great. They email us about the experiences. So go find out for yourself. I'm speeding through this, Ward, because...
2: But I just wanted to say, if you tell them the Hoosier Hysterics sent you, they'll give you 50% off your car.
1: Oh, boy. Good Christ.
2: <laughs> is that not true?
1: That is definitely not true. <laughs> that is not true. But here is what is true. What? Ward, mm. I don't want to talk about Indiana football. No, I don't want to talk you. about anything thank else you. right now. Great. I just want to talk about the Bethune-Cookman game, how good we looked, scoring 101 points. Mm-hmm. Keep and how going. excited we are mm. for Friday night on the road. Quad one win opportunity is out there against Xavier with a pissant coach who hates us and we hate him. So sweaty. And I am just so excited for Indiana basketball. Where are you too, stand?
2: It's too much. A week is too much. It's too long.
1: I gotta go let Bailey out.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll uh I'll talk to you, the listener. Um, look. I saw it on the message boards. We all know that a week is too long to go in between games for this team, because to Eric's point, I don't remember the last time I watched a game, and I don't care who the opponent was, where I just so enjoyed what so many different IU players were doing together and individually. It was such a joy. And look, as a Colts fan, I haven't been able to get it from anywhere for a long time. So to turn on a game with my good friend Eric and knowing all of you were out there having the same experience, of being like, look at all these different guys with these different skill sets meshing together and making it work. It was, it was, there was no like, okay, now I can go get a soda because we've got the bench guys in. Not even at the end of the game when we're finally getting to see some run from from Caleb and more from Logan, uh, you know, CJ who just has so much moxie, as Eric would say. It was just, it's so fun to see all these guys. Out Out there together and boy have we missed that and Eric and I have talked about this like we have we have not had a joyful team to watch and talk about here now on this since we started this podcast four freaking years ago and obviously towards the end of last season we got it going and there was some fun stuff happening but with the new pieces in this year and everybody coming back being closer more on the same page, Woody growing. Everything just has been clicking. And when you talk about doubling up an opponent, because that that's it, watching the game, I always want to be like, uh, where we have twice as many points as then. That's <laughs> yeah, the benchmark yeah. for these teams that really you know, are there to help support their athletic department and have stories to tell their kids. Um, our job is when everybody else in the country, including recruits, are looking at the ticker and seeing that Indiana University is just absolutely decimating a team they've never heard of, they're like, wow, that's, that's what good teams do. You don't beat them by like 17 or like 23. You destroy them.
1: And I remember in the, since we've done this podcast, right, the last four years, including last year, but the, th- the, th- the years under Archie, when we would win those bullshit games at the beginning of the year, but like at halftime, it would be like a four point game. And then we'd pull it out. We'd win by 14 or 19 or 22. And I would not feel good about them. No. And I remember like I'd get in arguments with people. I'm like, guys, that wasn't good that way. And Oh, it's a win. It's all about winning. No, it's not. Not when you're playing bullshit teams, it's not just about winning. In fact, it's very little about winning. It's about how you look. How are you executing your offense? How are you executing your defense? How are you in transition? Are you turning the ball over? And there would be so many games against crappy teams where we're turning it over 20 times or 18 times and not and, shooting the ball well.
2: And just not seeing what we were told were the strengths of individual players really being uh, developed, nurtured, showcased. Whereas what we seen...
1: Let alone the strengths of that system.
2: What yeah, right? like we we never we never did see the strengths of that no, system. No. But in these kind of games, you get like, oh, you see how it's all supposed to work, and then you can see each guy cook a little bit and be like, Oh, look what he's got going on. That's cool. Ward, we scored
1: 101 points with X, Jalen not scoring a bunch of points. And and I went back and watched the game. I was probably a little too hard on X. X's first half mm-hmm. um, they distributed the ball really well in the second half they ended up I think combined with like 14 turn 14 assists and four turnovers or five turnovers combined which is great but Trace Jackson Davis scored like 15 points in that game Jalen and, and X scored very little and we scored 101 points yeah yeah I mean yeah. there there's more weapons we're doing what we did exactly what good teams do to the first two teams. And now we play the first real game of the year at Xavier. I want to beat them so bad. I'll give you an analogy that somebody gave me online. I'm stealing it from Branch McSmacken. I think it's his Twitter handle. Okay. He I... said, if the North Carolina game coming up on the 30th is the Kentucky game of the year of the watch shot, number one team coming to town. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, then this game against Xavier on the road is at North Carolina state.
2: Fair. I like that. I I like it. It doesn't
1: exactly fit because that year, if you remember, like nobody expected us to do anything. We didn't know what we had right this year. We're expected to go in there and win. Yeah. And good teams do what's expected of them. You know, I mean, like that's what happens. We should win this game.
2: Well, yeah. And, and 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 that's where you always have to have in your back in their mind of like, okay, look, we're not gonna look uh on Friday like we did last week. We're just not. but we saw the principles and the potential in the exhibition games and these first two games. And for anybody like not watching, anytime I get to talk for like, 15 seconds or more it's because eric has literally walked away and is no longer visible on the screen i don't know where he is i don't know what he's doing he might be able to hear me so i'm not going to talk too much smack but i'll just keep talking to you guys again uh thank you for staying with me it's um <laughs> i some... heard
1: every word did you I okay <laughs> I, these dogs are going crazy these dogs are barking they want food they want water i mean you know what, what are you, they
2: you know what you do
1: get married so somebody else can do it
2: no you put oh. them down you just put them down
1: uh, oh, <laughs> um but man i am so excited you're coming over friday right
2: yes yes Okay. i'm, I'm still they, here's how it's going to work out the kids both have short dismissal days so i'm going to drive right by your house pick up my daughter drive 30 minutes back the other way drop her off and then i should be able to get there just in Why time don't for you it. just
1: bring your daughter over
2: uh, I I think that she and my wife and son are going to see the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever.
1: I saw it last night.
2: Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I heard it's better than the first one.
1: I I loved the first one. I'm not going to say it's better. I loved both for very different reasons. This is an emotional movie, very emotional. Sure. Um, almost as emotional as the way I'm going to be if we beat Xavier on Friday. I'm when? Gonna be- when? When? I am just so excited to watch this team play.
2: You know what I want to see with them? I want to see them just go in there determined. Like like refusing to lose. I want business. to see team. it's a business trip. Yeah, I want to see a team that refuses to lose.
1: I agree. Now, some of you may wonder, why are you not talking about the IU women's basketball game against Tennessee that happened last night? Well, it's because I watched the first three quarters and then started doing a podcast interview and I have it on pause. I want to go back and watch that. I want the fans to get a dose of what we're giving them today, a double dose, if you will. So let's just let them get to it. That's fine by me. Oh, wait. What? Wait. We do have to say this. What? We've got another raffle going on right now. Oh, yeah. Raffle for two courtside tickets to IU versus North Carolina on the floor, directly across from the IU bench. Here's how you enter. Go to HHNIL.com. Click the button for contribute to the main collective. It's $100 per entry. $200 gets you two. $300 gets you three. The raffle ends this weekend. We will draw a winner. These are two courtside seats that you could potentially win for $100, $200, $300. And if you don't win, Ward, what happens to the money?
2: Oh, all it does is help Indiana University be a bigger, better, faster basketball program because that money you're putting in is going to go directly 100% to Indiana University basketball players. In the form
1: of NIL deals. I just want to get the word NIL in there.
2: Good. Yes, of course. There's no other way we would do it. Also, I want to say these tickets are going to be most people's best chance in their lifetime to get physically injured during an <laughs> iu north carolina basketball game you there is nothing to protect you from some of the largest biggest fastest people on the planet race like don't stick your feet out you'll trip them and you'll break both ankles
1: yes you will it's an incredible experience it's once in a lifetime it's the biggest game in bloomington in a decade hhnil.com hundred dollars per entry enter now now let's stop Well, I guess I was going to say, now let's stop talking. The truth is, we're just going to keep talking. But let's talk to two people that they want to hear from more than us.
2: Okay. Here comes a guest. Here comes a guest. All right. Let's do this. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, they've been on the show before, separately. Now they're here together, and things are real official now that they're here. They're officially Hoosiers. Eric, who are these new official Hoosiers?
1: Hailing from Covington, Georgia, where he attends Newton High School, he is ranked in the top 75 recruits in the country, a four star combo guard, six foot three with a six foot 11 wingspan, which just makes no sense to me. He is a 42 inch vertical leap and a 3.5 GPA. The last time we checked, we may have to get an update on that. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to a very exciting, powerful combo guard, Ja'Kai Newton and hailing from Centerville, Ohio, where he attends Centerville High School, where his legendary father coaches him, where they have won a state title his sophomore year. He plays for the Midwest Basketball Club in his AAU days. He's a four-star point guard ranked in the top 100. He is the reigning Mr. Basketball in the state of Ohio. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast Gabe Cups. <laughs> They are here together. They are officially signed. They are officially Hoosiers. Guys, welcome back.
3: Appreciate you.
1: Thank you. So let's just jump in. On, I want to hit both of you guys on signing day. Signing day was this past week. You both signed. We saw the pictures. Ja'Kai, let's start with you. Walk us through what signing day was like for you, who was around you, uh, and just kind of the emotions that you felt during that day.
3: I mean, I was super excited, you know. Um, I had all all types of folks from the school in the uh, auditorium and all that. I had all my coaches, all my family was in there. It was just, you know, I was super excited, you know, ready to get it done. Love it,
1: love it. And then, real quick, when you signed, do do you like call Indiana right away? Do they call you? Like, what's the conversation like once you, the actually pen to paper goes down?
3: So, so actually, I signed a blank sheet of paper. Really? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because they didn't send you the paperwork?
3: I already had all the paperwork uh, figured out the day before, and they had to get it back. <laughs> we already had that figured out, so I just went up there, signed my little blank sheet of paper, put my uh, signature on it. So.
2: That's, it's, it's like going to the courthouse. You get married the day before, and then the whole thing is pomp and yeah. circumstance after that. Yeah.
1: Love it. Love it. Gabe, tell us about your signing day.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, kind of the same thing. I was super excited to, you know, kind of make it official, but – um I had mine basically you know the minute you could possibly sign it so had, I signed it at 701 <laughs> is the time that I put down so um you know right after I got my workout in in the morning I just had all my guys there um around me and my grandparents drove up and um you know I had some friends had my parents my sister they all came so um you know it was, it was cool to have them supporting me and um you know let me kind of go into being a Hoosier officially, um, you know, surrounded by all them.
2: Now, obviously, neither of you are strangers to the Indiana fan base, especially online. What has been the reaction, like, since the signing, around the signing? Did you feel the love?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, fans were showing mad love. Really, I told Coach I wasn't going to make it official till 1230, but I woke up and my Twitter was going crazy, and my Instagram, Indiana, ended up posting it at, like, 8 in the morning. So it was like, <laughs> though but yeah they were showing mad love
1: that's great and gabe what about you you're you're a social media guy how's your social media been
0: yeah i mean it was it was super cool to you know kind of have the the indiana social media platforms posting you for the first time so um you know definitely a lot of people that you know weren't following me before or didn't know about me um you know fully definitely were getting getting on me and uh, it was it was cool to experience Bro, everybody
2: knows. What's that What's you, that,
3: you Everybody know about Gabe already.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, look, guys, you were signing at a time at the beginning of this Indiana basketball season, where we all couldn't be more excited, anyway, with this team coming into the season, what they've done at the beginning of the season. Um, have you guys been able to keep track of the team Gabe you'd mentioned before we started recording you'd seen a, a half of basketball but w- what do you think about the team so far this year let's let's start with you Gabe and then we'll go to you Jukai.
0: Yeah I mean I watched I watched all of the first game and then um, the first half of the second game so um, you know obviously we're looking looking really good so far I think. Um, if Miller keeps shooting it well and we keep spacing the floor, then, um, you know, I think, I think there's a lot more movement than there has been. Um, So that makes it a lot harder to guard. And, you know, obviously coach Woodson's going to make, make the guys play defense. So we're good on that end.
3: Yeah. I mean, same thing. I watched uh, both games and, you know, I'm ready to see them play some competition, but we look good. We start off, you know, so just hope we can keep it going.
1: One of the things that clearly is different about this year's team is they get the ball off the boards and they go, they run. It doesn't matter who gets the ball. You know, sometimes Jalen's there for an outlet or X is there for an outlet, but Malik's bringing it up. Trace is bringing it up. Race is bringing it up. Jordan Geronimo, as two guys who play the guard position, who I assume like a little bit of an up and down game, how exciting is it to see just style of play? We hear how important style of play is for recruiting. Ja'Kai, starting with you, uh, how exciting is it for you when you see how Indiana is playing and, and how that fits into your game?
3: I can't wait to get up. Though. I'm ready to get the fast break and go dunk on somebody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> G- Gabe, are you ready to get the fast break and go dunk on somebody too?
0: Uh, maybe uh, once in a lifetime. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I definitely like play- playing in transition and playing fast, so it's definitely intriguing.
1: So real quick, can we just, um, get kind of an update on where you guys are with your games, your personal games, Jakai last year was, was kind of riddled with injury. If I'm following it it correctly and recovery from injury, where are you now, as far as the injury, how you feeling and, uh, you know, what, what parts of your game are, are you working on the most?
3: Uh, right, so, um, in two weeks, I'll finally be at six months and I should be getting cleared. So on the 22nd, hopefully I get cleared and um, I'm going to work my way back to getting in shape and stuff like that. But I've been able to shoot and work on my ball handling and my form shooting and stuff like that. Still been in the weight room and all that. So in the next next month, month and a half, I should be back on the court.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice, nice. And Gabe, how's your game developing?
0: Uh, pretty good. I mean, just trying to, you know, stay focused. And I've been working a bunch around uh, finishing around the rim and, you know, just improving, Um, you know, coming off of ball screens and reading the game kind of, you know, just getting ready for this season, you know, specifically, but also having the thought of next year and the years to come in my mind.
2: Yeah, are you both still uh in fairly regular touch with the coaches, specifically the IU coaches about what they're looking for you to work on at this point and and now that you're actually seeing what they're talking about in effect on the court, can you really see where what they're telling you is applicable to what they want to run up there
3: Yeah I, um yeah, coachy yeah, I talk to coach times a week and, um he takes me at the air game he takes me before the games and he's just saying, "I can't wait for you to get up here, Oh, he wants me to come up there score and play defense, so that's what I'm going to do.
1: Mm, nice. <laughs> and Gabe, what about you? Who are you in touch with the most on the coaching staff?
0: Uh yeah. I mean, Coach Walsh is still the one that, you know, texts me the most. Um, but you know, he tells me if he sees something or if there was a play, you know, in the game before, um, and he knows I was watching, then he'll kind of, you know, tell me to take another look at it and you know, like what what Jalen did here, what X did here, you know, to kind of watch film and study those guys to, you know, come in more ready. How crazy is it to see
2: how mature Jalen's game is and how well he sees the floor?
3: Yeah, yeah. He look like a freshman. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. I mean, he's he looks better than a lot of seniors we've seen. <laughs>
1: But I think it also shows, I mean, look at Malik, too. I think it shows, and CJ Gunn, who's been getting some minutes as well, as Caleb, you know, obviously they got to fight for minutes. But Coach ain't afraid to use freshmen. Like, if you come in and you've got the ability to impact this team in winning, you're going to play here. That's got to make you guys excited, I would think, coming into next year.
3: Definitely. As long as you put the work in, you know, can't blame nobody else but yourself. So you got to put that work in, get a chance to get on that court. Um,
1: I want to ask a question about uh, recruiting. Um. Without naming names, if there are names, you guys both verbally committed to Indiana about a year ago, I think a little bit more than a year ago uh, for you, Ja'Kai, and then and then just about a year ago, right, Gabe? Uh, and, and nothing is, you know, official until you sign a national letter of intent. In, in the football world, college football, we're very used to... Just because you verbally commit means nothing other schools constantly call and try to get you to come to their school basketball we don't hear about it as often, but it's also fairly rare that there's like a year in between a verbal commitment and the national letter of intent. Were other schools sniffing around either of you guys trying to see, hey, how serious is your commitment? Was this something, did, did you have to like fight off other schools and stay true to your commitment to Indiana? Was that was that at all a, a thing? Jakai, you're smiling a little bit, so I'm going to go to you first there.
3: Yeah, I ain't going to say nothing, uh, say too much. But yeah, I did have a couple of schools, you know, to see if I was serious about it. But I was locked in, no saying. You know, I ain't had nothing to worry about.
0: I love that. I love that. Gabe, what about you? Um, I mean, I think a lot of guys, if they're dealing with that, um, you know, I don't know if Jakai did, but you know, like when I committed, I basically like called every school that was, uh, you know, recruiting me and said that I'm going to Indiana. So I think, um, they didn't really keep in contact with me. I mean, unless they were there for my teammates, that's the only time I, I saw them, you know. Got it. Got it.
2: Well, and uh, what about in terms of you guys, uh, especially Gabe? You've been a, to a lot of IU games. Are you guys in, in text threads, chains? Are you texting with current players? Or is that something you don't really get into that until you step on campus and you stay there?
0: Ahead, Gabe. Yeah, I mean, I, I text a couple of the guys. Um, you know, I, I have Trace on Snapchat, and we Snapchat back and forth sometimes. Um,
1: but Nice, Nice. Chikai, what about you? Are you uh, getting to become friends with any of the guys on the team?
3: Yeah, I'll talk, to, I'll talk to a couple of them.
1: Who's like your point person on the team? Do you have like one guy who's like your dude right now on the team?
3: I mean, my boy Caleb. You know, Caleb played down here. So, yeah. That's my boy.
1: And how's Caleb enjoying Bloomington so far?
3: Caleb, yeah, he likes it. You know what I'm saying? He's got to get used to it. You know, it's, it's a lot different from high school. So, but he's going to be good. He's going to be straight. You it had to be great it. for him to get
2: that run in the last game, get some points, and just get going.
3: Definitely, yeah, he taking that run.
1: Now, yeah. Jakai, have you been back to Bloomington? I think you were back. Were you back one time since your official visit? When when the visit that kind of made you commit? Have
3: you been back since then? Yeah, I just, uh, I just me and Gabe was just up there. Um, it was like maybe a month ago?
1: Were yeah. you there? Were you both there for Hoosier Hysteria?
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. So, what was that like? Walk us through Hoosier Hysteria, Jakai.
3: It, it was nice, man. Came up there. We had a little, you uh, know, Herbo came up there. Had a little concert. Got to see the players walk out. Wilson
0: came out in the car. You know, it, it was tough. It was nice.
1: <laughs> Gabe, what was your experience like at Hoosier Hysteria?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just nice to be back on campus and kind of be around around the team and around the coaches and around Ja'Kai and those guys. So um, I had a lot of fun. But, you know, my favorite part was me and Ja'Kai going back into the locker room to get some chicken wings for like <laughs> 20- we we were just right. in the locker room eating chicken wings for twenty minutes in the middle of the Hoosier hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Was
1: that the first
0: time you guys had met in person? Nah, first
3: first time I met in person was it was I think sixteen U u Um Gabe had a game up there, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pull up come see you, you know. So we came um, to the game, uh, talked to Gabe after. So that was my first time seeing my boy. I,
2: I wonder it. with all. I mean, Woody's getting so much run in for the second unit and there, we're talking about a a lot of the guys who are going to be there next year. Do you, do you watch that second unit in particular with the guys more likely to be on the, the floor with you and start, start imagining how your game is going to mesh with their game?
0: Uh, Gabe, let's start with you. Yeah. I mean, it's hard, it's hard not to, you know, imagine yourself out there while they're playing, um, just because it seems so close. Um, you know, I was just telling my family, like growing up college basketball was always like, oh, my gosh, like those guys are so big. And like, you know, it seemed like a different world. But now that, you know, you see guys out there that you have played on the AAU circuit and, you know, you've seen in person, like you just imagine yourself out there um, just because it's it's coming.
3: Chikai? Yeah, I mean, nah, gay right like she's right around the corner. Some of them dudes we don't play against before, so. Definitely got to imagine yourself in them situations in them games,
1: Jakai. When we had you on the podcast last, you talked about how you know that basketball was not like a serious thing for you until more recently, in the last several years, and then it became like kind of a, an obsession and a passion. Um, but you talked about how the thing you wanted to do the most was just watch more basketball, up your basketball IQ, really study the game. Have, especially being injured and not being able to go full go for the last six months or so, have you been able to do that more? And, and if so, like, what are you watching when you, when you try to study the game? Is it just any game that's on or are there certain teams or players, even in the pros that that you look at to, to up your understanding of the game?
3: I mean, so this injury has been kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time. It's giving me a lot of more time to, um, you know, study the game and stuff like that. But I've been watching, like, a lot of players in my position, really good players. I look back at old players from college who uh, play my position. And I think Donovan Mitchell is the one I watched the most, watching him at Louisville, just seeing how he plays and his aggressiveness and his shot and how he gets to his spots. But yeah, I like to watch certain guys.
1: Love that. And what about a pro guy? Is there a pro guy that, that... – I see the Westbrook jersey hanging behind you. <laughs> um is that a guy that 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 you uh admire
3: definitely that's my favorite player I know everybody had on him but that's my favorite player so
1: you know I he, we both live in LA Ward and I live in LA so we get a lot of the Laker coverage I I thought last year he got a bad rap because the, the team was just terrible it wasn't his fault the team was terrible but the thing with Russell Westbrook is no one plays harder no one there's no one in the league that plays harder on both ends of the court the guy goes all out and you know I think I heard I think I heard UCLA's coach Mick Cronin actually recently talk about how work ethic and effort is a skill just like shooting is a skill just like ball handling is a skill playing hard is a skill and Westbrook seems to have that I I would imagine that you like that dog in him which is which is what really stands out
3: Definitely. That's that's why I've got that yelling on the court and all that stuff. I get all that from him watching him since I was little.
1: That's awesome. And Gabe, what about you? Are you are there guys that you look at when you are you trying to study the game? Obviously the high school game is is a different game than the college game. The college game is a different game than the pro game, but skill development is skill development. So who who do you look at when you're trying to, you know, up your game?
0: Yeah, I would say in the NBA, I mean um, it would probably have to be like Chris Paul and Luca and those guys trying to come off ball screens. Um, you know, that's the biggest thing that I try to watch just see how they pick apart defenses. I think it makes, makes a team flow a lot easier and, you know, gets guys and their teammates wide open shots um, if it doesn't create for them. So yeah.
2: the, the Pacers have this pretty good point guard that just showed up last year, Tyrese Halliburton, you, you checking him out at all?
0: Yeah, he's, he's been playing really well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's exciting. They got a fun young core there. Look, we're obviously giddy about the prospect of both of you showing up in the fall, but you guys have unfinished business with your high school teams. Jakai, we will start with you. They already named the high school after you, Um, but I'm sure there's more you want to accomplish when you're back at full health. um, You know, what, what are, what are your goals uh, for you and your team going into the season?
3: Yeah, I mean, we done we done made it to every other level, sweet sixteen, lead eight, final four. So this this is the year we're trying to get it all. So we got all the pieces we need. You no, know, we all been playing with each other long enough to understand what we need out of each other. So this this is the year. This is the year all the way.
2: Gabe, Gabe, I'm sure your expectations are no lower than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm looking to, you know, become the best player I can be and you know, hopefully um, you know, just win a bunch of games while having fun and you know, helping my teammates and, you know, just enjoying it. Ja'Kai, when we talked to you last,
1: you also brought up and we talked a little bit about your entrepreneurial side. Uh, you've had multiple businesses in your life. Is there a business now that you are running? Is there something new afoot that, that you can let us in on? Are you following the stock market and the craziness of the stock market over the last year?
3: Man, it's, been, it's been crazy. I started a little shoe page too. Um, I got it. You know, I got it. Oh, oh my God. Look at that! Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm working, I'm working on some more stuff too. You know.
1: Now wait, are those shoes that you are like? What do you do? You get shoes and then and then design something on top of them?
3: Nah, these just shoes I sell. Um, I resell them. I can find them for a cheaper price and then you know sell them for more.
1: So, get, get, sh- what is the most expensive pair? Show me the most expensive pair that you are selling right now.
3: The most expensive pair, um. Uh, Look at this. Ooh, look at that. Travis Scott. These right here. Now, what are those? These are, uh, y'all know Travis Scott, the rapper? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, so these, uh, is his collab with Jordan.
1: And how much are you selling those for?
3: I'm selling them for like, $15. Jeez, i
1: am sorry, $15? $15, <laughs> $15. <laughs> You're selling those for fifteen hundred dollars, and do you think you will get a buyer to pay fifteen hundred for them?
3: Yeah, and I ain't really, I ain't promoting them or nothing like that. I just got them right here. I'm gonna just keep holding them, holding them right here, so they just sit for a little minute. But when I'm ready, I'm gonna sell them.
2: And, and and that that being ready is like feeling like the price is gonna continue to go up, and you want to sell it at it. A- yeah, and I just
3: hold it as like an asset. Shoes like an asset, you know. So um, you know, I just hold them. I sit on them. My money good right now, so you know.
1: And. Gabe, do you want to show us your shoe collection that you're selling?
0: Um, I do not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, Gabe, are you a sneakerhead too? Though, do you are you into? I saw you kind of nodding your head when he showed the Travis Scotts. You like those?
0: Yeah, I do. I do know a lot about shoes, but I just I don't really uh you know get into that stuff just because I don't feel like I have the time to. But you know. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. I'm well, not. I'm like, not. I'm not. Of, yeah.
2: I'm not an expert, but if you guys want, like, a shoe tip, I'm just going to say house slippers. House <laughs> slippers is where it's going right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's the going rate on triple E sketchers?
1: Do that, does that command a big market, Jakai?
0: $3. I don't
3: think so. Maybe a couple of dollars.
1: <laughs> okay, a couple of dollars. Uh, Gabe, I feel like this is asked of you in every interview you probably have ever done, but we got to talk about LeBron. What is the relationship with LeBron? Like, are you guys buddies?
0: I mean, we we talk when we have to. I mean, we don't really, you know, we're not in constant contact anymore. But, um, you know, I talk to Bronny and, you know, like if if I see him, then I'm sure he'll recognize me and, you know, say what's up. But yeah, I think you're you being know, a little like, modest. Do you have LeBron's phone number? I don't. But he'll, he'll answer my DMs whenever I DM him. So, if you DM'd
1: him on Instagram right now, would he respond?
0: Yeah, he he responds to me all the time. You want to want to DM him right now?
1: <laughs> you want to DM him and just say, "Hey, Bron, doing a the best podcast in the history of podcasts. They, they <laughs> shouted your name out. They're giving you they're giving you all the uh, publicity that you so sorely need." It's uh, like every
0: podcast in the world talking about LeBron. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, I love it. All right, let's talk about you guys and your relationship. You you obviously are the, the only two commits right now and have been for a year for the 2023 class. Have you guys, you're in very different parts of the country. You see each other every once in a while at Indiana games. But have you guys built a, a little bit of a relationship over text or whatever it may be over the last year?
3: Yeah, definitely, yeah, because before um, Gabe committed, I had never uh, watched, seen him in person before. I had never talked to him in person before, but ever since then, we talked, you know, we'll call each other once in a while, see how we're doing and stuff like that.
1: Gabe, same there?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's always it's always good to see him in person, but, you know, if we haven't talked in a while, then, you know, we'll hit each other up and, you know, see how, see how the other one's doing. Well, and can you try to
2: put into words how important it is just to know and to like your teammates, because you both are on very successful high school teams. So you know what, what chemistry looks like and feels like, can you, can you describe that? Cause it's, it's sort of an intangible that as fans, it's, it's hard to quantify.
0: Gabe. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, the aspect of a team is, is one of the most important things. I think you see, you see teams that have better chemistry and, you know, like each other and you know play together beat uh, you know a lot more talented teams um that aren't aren't as together and you know don't don't seem to fit as well so i think if you can combine talent with you know that that aspect of team chemistry then i think you get something really special chikai hey, he, i mean he said it <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like it. It's it's great to see you guys together because we we are we're seeing a bit of that second unit now get some run, and then we know obviously there's there's going to be a lot of turnover. Um, and and it, it, I think what has us all as excited is about. The score at the end of these games, even the exhibition games, is just seeing how the bench is reacting to whoever's in the game, how they all come together at the timeouts. It's just like, and and we're hearing it from them and the coaches too. Like these guys really like each other, and that makes us as fans just like the team itself that much more. No question there. there that was, was no just question. my no, no question.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we're gonna play a couple games here because. We know how important team chemistry is. We know how important chemistry is between two guys that come in together. You guys are the leaders of this 2023 class and the future of the backcourt of Indiana University. So we're going to play a couple games. The first one is called, how well do you know your teammate? Now, you may not know the answers to these questions, but here's how it's going to work. We're going to ask each of you a question about the other one. You're going to give your answer. And then the other person will reveal whether you were right or not. So either you'll prove how well you know each other already, or this consider this our help to you in getting you to know each other better. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, I'll start. Gabe, what is Ja'Kai's? I'm going to start easy. What is Ja'Kai's? Who is Ja'Kai's favorite basketball player?
0: Russell Westbrook. There, see, you're, you're <laughs> nailing it. You're nailing it. You're okay. nailing
2: it. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna make it a little more difficult for you, Jakai. But I think this is something clearly based on this conversation. You should know about Gabe. What is his shoe size? <laughs> how long?
3: Let me think. How long? Yep, yeah.
1: <laughs> think it through. Do you want him to hold
3: his foot up to the screen? It's a 12. It got to be a 12 or 13.
0: Gabe. 11 and a half, 12. All both.
1: right, all right. We'll give you half a point for that. I'll give you half a point. Keeping score here. <laughs> Keeping score. All right, Gabe. Who is Ja'Kai's favorite music artist?
3: Are we, are we talking about it? We're
1: going to
0: find know. out. Um, Rod Wave. I don't know. He's never talked about Rod Wave. My dad said Rod Wave, but I don't think that's right. Oh, yeah, wave.
1: No, Tell your dad no help from the peanut gallery.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you could just go somebody generic, like uh, I'll say Young Boy. I don't, I don't rock with Young Boy like that. He
3: solid, he solid, oh. though
1: he's solid. All right. Well, Jakai, who is it?
3: Young Nudie.
0: Mm, okay. Yeah.
1: Ward, just nod. Just not, yeah. I like the great, great. great.
0: I love that guy. Go
1: awesome. All right,
0: Um,
2: Jakai. -Jakai. Um, Let's let's stay in the entertainment realm. Uh, What is Gabe's favorite movie?
0: I don't even know that. Don't.
2: I'll, I'll tell you what your favorite movie is, Gabe. I'll tell you both what your favorite movie is.
3: Hoosiers. Hoosiers. I, I knew he was gonna say it. I knew it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, good. Another one, Ward. Another one for Chikai, since okay. Gabe didn't even um, know the answer to that on the own question.
2: All right. Uh, how many members uh, in are in the immediate family of Gabe? Siblings, parents, and if you can name them, you get a bonus point. Mom and dad counts. So you don't have to know their first names.
3: Got mom. Got pops. Got sister. And that's it. Is that it? Gabe? Yeah.
1: Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> big point. Big point for Ja'Kai. All right. Gabe, we'll stay in that world. Kind of. Does Ja'Kai have a dog? <sighs> <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to go with No.
3: I do. Well, it's not I don't take no part of that dog. That's the family. So tech
0: <laughs> half point. Half, point. half a point.
1: You get half a point. I'll give you half a point. What okay. now? What kind of dog is it?
0: It's a French Bulldog. How
1: oh, come that's... you don't like the French Bulldog? Does it so pee cute. on the shoes?
3: Man, he crazy. He, that dog got too many. I can't I can't deal with it. <laughs> do you have yeah. to keep the dog away from the sneaker business? Oh, he don't even
2: come up here. Li- <laughs> <laughs> he ain't allowed. He ain't
1: allowed.
2: All right, Ward, you got one for Chikai? Oh, I did, but I just forgot it. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I'll just come up with something. Um, how many Wait, how about this? What is the uh no, that's not good either. All right, I'll go while you think of one. I want to remember what it was. It was a really good one. Go ahead. Chikai, what is Gabe's favorite
3: food? That's a good question. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with I'm gonna go with Wings. I know that's probably wrong. Wings? Gabe? Pizza. Ah, close. Close. It's
2: close. Okay, Gabe. You you really have to know this because you text with him. Does Jakai have an iPhone or an
3: Android phone? iPhone. Oh, that's too easy, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, do like Does everybody your age in the basketball world have iPhones?
0: Yeah. yeah. If okay. you have an Android, you're just kind of looked at a little bit different. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> As you should be.
1: I, I totally agree. Okay. Ja'Kai, what is Gabe's favorite who is gabe's favorite music artist
3: Dang, i have no idea uh i feel like you listen to yb for some reason i don't know yb Probably.
0: rob I, wade rob wade mm. okay
2: i got one I, for both of you you okay. both need to answer it what is each other's birthday? Oh, great one. Great one.
3: I want bro. A... <laughs> All
0: right, hold on. Is it in August, Ja'Kai? Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, survey
1: says, uh, That's the only right. guess you get, Ja'Kai. Now you get to guess.
3: Is it in... Is it in December? Nah. All right, share your birthdays. Huh. What'd you say, Ja'Kai? I said I wasn't even close, huh? <laughs>
1: no. Nah. Well, you could only be 11 months off. Um, what, <laughs> Gabe, what's your birthday?
0: July 6th.
1: Okay, and Ja'Kai?
0: May 7th.
2: Okay, little life pro tip. This is what I have to do because, you know, I'm old and I can't remember things is you put that in your phones. You put it on the calendar so it recurs annually. Then you got it. Then you're good. You in die. the morning, you wake up and you see your friend's birthdays.
0: <laughs> All right, Jakai. The, the easiest and- way to do it is uh, on Snapchat. Oh, you got, like, Snapchat. A, little bir- a little birthday cake pops up beside their Snapchat. Okay. okay. There you go.
1: There you go. Well, there you go. July 6th, May 7th. Jakai, does Gabe use product in his hair?
0: Yes. I don't even like shampoo, yeah. No like <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: No, that's not product. <laughs> like gel, hair
1: gel, mousse. Ward could walk you through the various kinds no, of No, I
0: I just Yeah, you just, it's You just nothing. let it go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.
2: Gabe, how many tattoos does well, Jakai like have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> one million six hundred and
2: forty-five. <laughs> Jakai, do you know how many tattoos you have?
0: Nah, it's
3: just it's body parts. It ain't even it's, it's body parts. Man. They just kind of.
1: If you took a pen and started on one of your tattoos, could you hit all the other tattoos without hitting skin without tattoo? Meaning, like, do all the tattoos on your body connect in some way?
3: All of them except this one from my arm.
1: Whoa, what is that one?
3: That's uh got my Roman numerals from uh the day I was finna quit basketball to when I got my first offer, to when I committed.
1: Wait a minute, uh, let's talk about that. That was from the date you were gonna quit basketball? Yeah. What what was going on? I don't remember talking to you about that. What was going on that, that you were wanting to quit at that point?
3: This um, well, I had some things going on. Um some family things. And uh, I was making a lot of money doing stuff outside of basketball, too. So this was like before I had any offers or any interest like that it kind of felt like basketball was like, kind of slowing me down for making money and doing other things I wanted to do. So yeah. Wow, Ja-Kai, Gabe, Gabe,
2: can I assume you have no tattoos?
0: Yeah, I do not.
2: Okay, so Jakai, if Gabe was going to get a tattoo of something, what would it be? And gabe you have to have an answer for this i do have an answer
3: oh he's oh. got an answer i'm gonna say i'm gonna say he's gonna get a basketball <laughs> it's a good guess yeah gabe it would be an ant
2: oh that's yeah. what i was gonna ask guy <laughs> do you know why he said that nah. okay well then this will be careful into... ward careful <laughs> well we don't have to get into the why it's his nickname okay but okay. but it, you, you have half of the answer of what is Gabe's nickname?
3: Mm, I've never heard. I don't know. Gabe, you can tell him why
2: after the podcast is over. The human ant.
1: Here's all I would say to you, Chakai. <laughs> Go to YouTube and search for human ant <laughs> and very quickly you will understand why they call him the human ant and it is a sensational nickname now jakai before i ask gabe do you have a nickname jakai
3: nah uh, some dude they just call me like Kai.
2: i got my it name. i got Kai's it is a cool name i got it two things you could you can go with either of these jakai one fig big newton yep sure that's strong word. <laughs> or or yeah, here we go here's a reference to a <laughs> sir isaac
1: yes um, <laughs> how about i think um they call you the anti-isaac you know why because you defy gravity
2: Oh. <laughs> <God>! <laughs> Dad jokes. We've brought dad jokes to the party.: All podcast. right,
1: here, the official tally is the game has one and a half points and Ja'Kai, or Kai as his friends call him, has one and a half points. It's a tie, and what we have learned here is neither of you know shit about the other one, and you got to <laughs> get on your game. That's what needs to happen. More deep conversations, less talking about young boy and NB, and more talking about important life <laughs> stuff. Now, we're not here just to quiz you. We're here to help you. And -hmm. that's why we're going to play a second game called Mind Meld. Now, here is how Mind Meld works. Ward and I will show you how it works. Mind Meld is a game where two people try to say the same exact word at the same exact time. Do you know this game, Gabe?
0: I I knew this game was coming. Like, when you guys (laughs) said games, this is the first one that popped in my head. All right.
1: So, Jakai, do you know this game at all? No. Okay, here's how it works. Two people try to say the same word. So Ward and I are going to play around to show you how it works. What happens is I'm going to count to three. On the count of three, Ward and I are just going to say any random word that comes to mind, okay? After that, we then try to connect the words for the next round to, you know, say the same word. So for example, if I said red and Ward happened to say green, maybe the next time we would both say color, you know, something like that. The rule is you can't say a word that was already used. So Ward and I will play the first round. Ward, are you ready? I'm ready. One, two, three. Beard, ball, ball and beard, ball and beard. Okay, ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Head, dunk. head and dunk. Okay. Okay, we just keep going here. Head and dunk. Ready? One, two, three. Slam. Jump Jump and slam. We're close. We're so close. (laughs) Slam. Did did I... I can't remember what was said. All right, ready? One, two, three. Shoot. 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 Sure. (laughs) Shoot. Yes. Shoot. Okay. So I could... Did we say
2: dunk before? Uh, yeah, I did. Okay. Or when did right, I say so slam? so
1: Gabe and Jakai, you saw two people that are terrible at playing it. Now it's your turn. I'll count to three. You start with any word. Are you ready? Yeah. Four. One, two, three. Indiana. Oh! 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 <laughs> did they text? <laughs> I call bullshit. I call total <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> total bullshit. But, but respect i
2: respect <laughs> the
1: motion because it means a couple things one it means you're really smart and i like that two it means they were both like we got to get this podcast done yeah.
2: let's
1: just say the words
2: it's so teamwork it's teamwork figuring it out
1: <laughs> it is all right guys that was fun i do think it's a good exercise when you get to indiana next Go in the locker room, eat some wings and say, hey, Trace, let's play mind meld and just see how it goes. Actually playing mind meld with Woody would be about the most fun I could think of. That would be a fun time. Um. All right, guys, we love talking to you. We love that you're officially part of the Indiana family. We can't wait to follow you through your high school years. Each of you, what do you want to say to Indiana fans as we eagerly await you know, another, what is it, about nine months until you probably arrive on campus as a Hoosier. Jakai, start with you. What do you want to say to the Hoosier nation out there who's so excited about you officially signing?
3: I mean, me and my boy finna be up there soon, just nine more months. You know, let's get this, let's win this thing all this year, and then let's win it all next year.
0: Yes. Gabe? Yeah, thank you for the support. And, uh, you know, me and Jakai are going to turn up for sure when we get there
2: gentlemen we could not be more excited best of luck this season we will be following you closely and we can't wait to see you in bloomington
0: appreciate it and
1: if i could just say one more thing can both of you please say hello to both of your amazing families we've 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 met both of your families either on the zoom or in person and you just come from such good stock that uh there's no surprise how well you guys have turned out as young men because your families are amazing people and we love them and we love that they are part of the greater Indiana family as well. So say hi to all of them for us.
2: Welcome to Hoosier nation, gentlemen. <laughs> yes,
3: sir. I appreciate. It.
1: that was a guest. That was a guest. They totally gamed us out of our mind.
2: <laughs> <melody>. <laughs> Smart. Smart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you want to see. Just figuring out how to win.
1: They, they they were watching these they were like, these two idiots, let's just we we were like so into trying to win the game.
2: I want to go back and look at the video to see them like were were they texting?
1: They had to have. Like I mean, they, they had to have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Look by the way, I, have
1: you ever felt more old that when, when you were like when you were like <laughs> you guys want to know how to remember birthdays? Put it in your calendar. And then Gabe was like. And Gabe was like, well, no, I agree with you, Ward. Snapchat. I agree. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, you know, Snapchat puts a birthday cake up.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll see if Gabe's using Snapchat in five years. I'm still be- going to be using my iPhone, my cool iPhone calendar.
1: I love that you you looked at a little different, a little funny if you have an Android. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, let's I mean, look, I mean, I'm on text chains with, with uh, fraternity guys, uh, high school guys. And, and, you know, you can be going 10, 12, 15 deep on a couple of these, and there's always one guy who messes it all up. You want to send a Twitter, you want to send a GIF or whatever, and whoever has the Android just messes it up for everybody.
1: I got to say something.
2: Sure. Giant
1: balls. Giant balls. Giant balls. That's why they call him the human ant. I can't. I've been holding on to it for a year.
2: His grandma's not listening. We just need to shield his grandma from it.
1: And he's not on the show anymore. So what we say when they're not on the show is fine. But human ant, YouTube it. The dude's got giant, enormous, ridiculous balls. That's why they call Gabe the human ant, because the guy plays balls out.
2: Like, these dudes are just so likable. Just Just looking at their smiling faces, I'm like, I'm so glad they're Hoosiers. And, you know, for the thought of, hey, those are our our two 23 recruits. And obviously there's transfer portal or there's late people who are going to decommit that we can swoop in. But when you're seeing the second unit be as effective and get as much run as they are thus far, and then you think about, you know, these guys are showing up next year. It just it just makes me feel so happy about not just what's going on this season, but it's like, and we were talking about this before the show of just seeing the guys uh, on the sideline, you know, the bench or warming up and being like, what a great bunch of dudes representing Indiana university now. And we're going to definitely lose some of those dudes next season. And to know it's being replenished with young, smart, charismatic, good-humored Talented gentlemen like this it 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 fills the heart with hope,
1: something Tom Crean said that always stuck with me when he talked about his recruiting strategy at the beginning was that they don't recruit players. They recruit families, yeah, but that was really important to them. It's why Jordan Hulls and Cody Zeller and Vic, and like this great families surrounding these people, the Watfords, you know, incredible family. And you know, and that is a big part of it, you know, that you know if you recruit the family and they're good people that are about the right things and and have a work ethic to them and get it on a certain level that the kids are a leg up on everybody else and it speaks to character and these two we've gotten to know their families a little bit but you just can tell they've been raised right they care about the right things and 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 it it just set, goes to show how important that is. You know, Yasir, when we've talked to Yasir, Yasir has talked to us about how thoughtful he is on what kinds of players do they recruit at Indiana. And it's not everybody. It's Correct. not just the most talented, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's who can handle the fishbowl of Indiana. What has he said to us? It's like, Indiana ain't for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That, and 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 not everybody's for Indiana. Correct. And you better be able to identify that. And you're never going to bat 1,000. You're never going to bat a thousand, but what are the things that you look to, to help you increase your batting average? Well, the families they come from is a huge check. Another one is what you said at the beginning of this, how personable, likable, big personalities they have. It, Ward you talked about this over and over again, when we interviewed so many guys from the night teams, how they were just able to spin a yarn, Right. And and how easy they were to talk to and how much personality they had. They were present in our conversations with them. And that's not the case for everybody. These two kids, along with Jalen Hood Shafino and Malik and CJ Gunn and Caleb, you know, they fit that mold, you know, it's, in a way that's truly special.
2: It is because, look, most teenagers don't really want to talk to grownups. And if they do, it's not that interesting of a conversation. Mostly it takes a while to get a personality going, a real personality. And all these guys have it. And to your earlier point about parents and families, and and you're all going to be so connected through your, your journey as a, a family around an Indiana basketball player. And we have, we, we are the age of the parents and, All the interactions we've had in person, on the podcast, when the parents are a part of it, I love all the parents. You know what I mean? Like, I I would enjoy sitting at games or or going on road trips with these parents. It's, It's something where you all want to be pulling for each other and supporting each other when something rough is going on. And just like, who's a good hang? You you know with with the players who are living together twenty four seven virtually and with the parents who come together a lot of times twenty thirty hopefully forty times a year it's like wow like I want I want to be a part of this I want my kid to be a part of this and and once we're a part of it we we, we want to stay.
1: I'm just trying to get over your quote. I wrote it down. Oh good. We we are the age of the parents.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: we're old, man. Like Yeah. Like don't you remember when the players on Indiana team were like kid, like our peers or even like they're so much older than us? Oh yeah. Like yeah. when I watch a game, I still think that mechanism comes back and then I realize, "Oh no, we are we are their parents."
2: I am certain my maturity level yeah. will never get out of let's say mid 20s.
1: Yeah, let me ask this because we are the age of their parents, is there any chance that we, to them, are the cool uncle as, appo- as opposed to just being, those are just old corny dudes? Is there any chance we're the cool uncle that comes to town on the motorcycle? No. He's a bachelor. No, no. no. you know He no. takes the kid no. out for, no, no, no. chance.
2: There's, we could be maybe the fun uncle, the funny uncle. The, the goofy the, uncle. The, the clown uncle, not the, the cool uncle. uncle.
1: We're not the cool uncle.
2: I just showed him my house slippers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, look, man, we are looking at in those two guys. The future of the backcourt of Indiana University, you know, yeah. they all they both project to be multiple year guys at Indiana, which is also awesome, because I think we're looking at some guys right now on the team that are not, you know, um, especially in Jalen. He's you know, he's likely not going to be there. And I think what we also see with Jalen a little bit, and and please understand, I am not comparing the games of Jalen and Gabe. They are very different players. But one thing they do share is the ability to just control the game. And what everything you hear and read about Gabe is that's what he does. He has such a good understanding of where the ball needs to be, doesn't make a bunch of mistakes. And we see how important just controlling the game has been with Jalen's first four games, two exhibition and two regular season that it does really excite me about the future. And then you've got this dynamic explosive two guard coming up behind CJ who can play the two or the three as he develops. it's It's super exciting, especially when you know the stuff that they are made of. I mean, it's just it it, it couldn't be better.
2: And we had so many questions and look it's still early in the season and and we've played real cupcakes so far but when you look at the productivity of obviously malik and even logan coming in late and you can start to form this picture of the team over the next you know couple three years couple three couple three years and, and and be like okay yeah it's not like the bottoms just follow falling out after this year um, especially with the run that the the guys are getting this year. It's like the continuity that's needed to be a, a top 10, top 15 program year in and year out there. N- now you're starting to see what that might look like. Yeah. And also, I think it's also important to say like those two guys, they are
1: foundational pieces. You know what I mean? They are like, again, guys that are going to be there for multiple years. It's like, they just feel like salt of the earth. You can count on them. I mean, hell, Jail Jakai has a business, a successful one that almost made him quit
2: basketball. <laughs> yeah, because it was so successful. Uh, and, and you just know the with the maturity level, right, that, again, these are going to be two freshmen who show up like our current crop of freshmen yes. and just hit the ground running. They're not going to be deer in headlights. They're not going to be overwhelmed. They have uh, such intelligence, such confidence, that, sure, there's going to be an adjustment to the college game, and, and they're not built like, say, Malik and Jalen.
1: Well, I don't know. Ja'Kai. I mean, he does look like he's got a college ready body already.
2: Yeah. Is and that what with,
1: you, you know, what, I mean Gabe's just a smaller guy, but Jakai looks freaking massive. He looks uh, huge to me. He's ripped. I mean, he looks like like when I look in a mirror.
2: Yeah, uh, a funhouse mirror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say what kind of mirror. <laughs> I did I did. Yeah. Um, it's just super fun to get to know these guys more and like you said to see teenagers that are able to be present enough to joke around be self-deprecating have fun in an environment like like this it it does it does speak to how likable they are and you could see how great of a teammate they would be that culture of indiana that we hear so much about it starts and pretty much ends with Who are the people
2: in the program, right? Like, that's what the culture is. And that is, to Woody's credit, who, of course, brought in Yasir and he kept Kenya, and he promoted Brian Walsh, and he got Jordy Holes up in there. Like, these are great human beings who I really enjoy speaking with and interacting with and that's the vibe they're putting out to the world that's what they're attracting and it's and it's working like there's nobody they've brought in that I'm like oh man i that guy's just not likable i, I don't really want to root for him i totally
1: uh, i totally agree with that they they clearly are targeting people with personality traits that they think will be good teammates and represent Indiana the right way, you know, and, and these two guys are a tremendous start to the 2023 class, which isn't done because spring will bring openings and it will bring transfer portal. And we'll see what happens. And knowing that you have those two guys there as your chief recruiters in that class, who wouldn't want to be around
2: those guys? Yeah, it's true. It's true.
1: So follow us on Twitter at who's your hysterics for the hysterics. No E, no I,
2: but, but uh, sometimes, sometimes why? why we'll catch you next week we should have done that for a mind meld
1: mm, yeah we should have we probably would have screwed it up
2: from the halls of assembly you'll hear a screaming shout our love of indiana is manic and devout everything i do we discuss in unique manner we won't be satisfied until we hang another banner